0: Hey, my name is Lo, or at least Lo is what they call me. I'll be your guide through this tale. Now I listen to the stars and I tell you what they say, but sometimes it's not so easy to hear them. If you're looking to hear us all a little more clearly, then go ahead and skip to our 10th meeting. That would be Book 2, Chapter 5. If you want to catch up on what you've missed, then you can listen to our star watching Recap episodes, or check out our description for our recap notes. And should you be so inclined, you can find a link to our Discord server where you can talk to these boys and other TTRPG enthusiasts and find some maps and art of this world. It ain't easy sitting here, listening, talking. Sometimes I wonder if anyone can hear me, or if it's
1: just the night sky. But I hope i found someone. I hope I found you.
0: Hello all, we had a problem with our audio for this session and noticed a dip in quality while listening back, though we still were able to save the episode and think it's worth the listen, and a lot of fun moments happened to these boys in this chapter of their story. I'll also sum it all up for you at the end in case you want to skip ahead to the clearer sound. Last session ended with you all enjoying some drinks and some drinking games after you successfully brought Mela home from the oceans. Your fight to bring her back wasn't easy, you ended up seeing the faces of some people you knew that made it rather hard to fight back as Perry and Mela tried to run off. In the end, Perry vanished and Mela without another option in front of her, came back So after you settled, uh, Nell, Mela's father, informed you that they'd come by the next day with your uh, reward, which is a sort of random hodgepodge of magical items that they receive from travelers coming and going into Enosh, as well as as much gold as they can muster. So you all spent the night back at the Sunflower Inn. Uh, The next day you wake up, you have a couple hours before Nell is uh, planning to come by to give you your reward. Uh, is there anything you wanted to do this morning? Kian probably wakes up four in the morning. They take a minute to just think about things. I think they're going to try to go back to sleep and contact Aelin. Okay, and this is in the middle of the night. Yeah, right. Uh, just like before, you see the armored celestial figure before you for a second before they become a slightly distorted mirror of you. I know that we just were talking not that long ago, but I mean, there was a conversation earlier today that we didn't really finish, and what more is there to say? And I think, you know, I, mean, I think both of us could have some more to say. Like, I'm gonna be apologizing for a very long time. They cross their arms, look at you for a moment. You don't have to keep apologizing. Well, if that's the case, uh, I'm not mad. I just would like to know a little bit more information on what you meant when you said that you uh, might have gotten Lachlan arrested. Well, I just sort of, you know, he hurt you, and then you, you kind of disappeared, and I thought that maybe he needs a little bit of taste of his own medicine, and so I sort of just let him into maybe a bit of trouble that he didn't quite manage to get out of but it's not like he's dead or anything. So, when was this? They pause, and um, as they think, you see their third pupil shrink and grow as the phases of the moon sort of go through their mind. Four months? Did you just get him arrested? I think so. How did you? You know Lachlan's not really that hard to get him arrested. You know where he is right now. The well, last I saw him, he was in somewhere. Right. I'll look into that more. Sorry, I didn't really. I mean, once it happened, I didn't really stick around. It's not easy to be in your world without you there. So. Right. <laughs> but I don't. I don't really understand what you're so worried about. I mean, I thought he didn't contact me, so I thought he probably is mad at me as well. Well, aren't you mad at him? Yes, but I'd kind of like to talk to him. I mean, I think... I don't think he should be in jail right now. Thank you for telling me. Of course. Figure it out. But just leave him there, you know? I know that's what you want me to do, but I'm not sure. They give kind of a disappointed sigh. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully, he gives you an apology too. Today, I really. I thought I saw him for a second. I'm sure he's fine. Wouldn't I'd appreciate if you could figure out where he is? I can try. Alright. <laughs> you think I'd like that? Alright. Great. should probably try to get some real sleep. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow night. They grin, and give you a little wave, and the dream fades away. And you sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah, I think he'd wake up around sunrise at 6. Um, Virgil would sit cross-legged on the floor, with a sword across his lap, like, palms resting mm-hmm. beneath the blade. And just try and connect with his inner light, see if he can find it. What is a d20? That's a 9. How often do you do this? I think it's been about a week, Mm -hmm. but I think he would try at least, I think every four or five days, Mm -hmm. at least he would meditate that frequently. Mm -hmm. You sit there for a long time. It feels very distant. It's almost like a disassociation after a while, uh, before you sort of come back to yourself. Doesn't seem like anything new happened. Okay. Put a hand on the hilt and just tighten it and try to put any energy into it mm-hmm. and just see what comes out. Nothing happens. he yeah. stand up and sheath it like harder than he meant to. And then go over at Kean. See if it woke him. Yeah, Kian maybe like rolls over or something, but doesn't like that. We could go and get like dressed for the day. Run through some forms. It's hard to shake the the feeling of di- dissociation that came across you as you were meditating, but practicing forms at you know, using your body. Um, it you start to feel a little more normal again. Uh YouTube. What's
1: Ox- up? Ox is up early. At like 6 o'clock in the morning. Um <laughs> Ox pulls out a sheet of paper from his bag, a blueprint, mm-hmm. and he's going to look at this blueprint as he always does and carefully study what's written on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He can't read it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he still has Mela's most recent journal.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. If you yeah, have yeah. it, if you could just compare it, then yes, they're definitely in the same language. <laughs> Henry sleeps off the, like, half glass of wine (laughs) from last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really knocked him out. (laughs) How does Henry sleep?
3: Pretty neat about it. Doesn't really move a lot. Does he sleep on his back? No. Okay. Side sleeper? He'll also sleep sometimes on stomach.
0: Mm -hmm. Tummy. Yeah. (laughs) As a tickling, you only have so many options. That's true. Did you have a little, like... Special fancy horn pillow that like has like a little indent. You keep in your little rich boy bag.
1: In the the inn, no, not there. <laughs> but at home.
2: No, for, sure. Sure, for sure, for sure.
3: I guess I'll just include real quick that I was reminded of. He wears gloves, and you've seen that up to a point. They'll either be a white leather or a brown leather, depending on his mood. But right now, he is not wearing gloves, and instead, he's wearing four different gold rings. Two are singular bands. The two plain bands he'll wear on the same finger and then there's one that's a gold with a ruby and that one is worn with the same hand on the two bands. So left hand and then right hand is like a gold ring with diamonds around like the upper half of it. Cian's <laughs> also going to write
0: some letters in the morning. Oh yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Ox also So
0: rain. if Virgil's the first one to go down for uh, breakfast you actually see sitting in the corner um, actually in the same spot where you all sat last night uh, Mela, with a pretty large uh, backpack sitting on the ground next to her. She has a very large plate of food in front of her just classic breakfast fare a fancy cheese because this is Enosh uh, she's eating pretty Um, uh, and there are four other chairs at the table around her Is Nell around? Go over and just kind of wait to be noticed. It takes a moment. She is very busy noticing the food on her plate. Valid. Uh, but after not too long, uh, maybe, you know, five seconds, she looks up. Her mouth is full of food, and so she holds up a hand in a, in a wait motion. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We're Our... a little earlier than we expected, but I can wait the others. Well, I can wait down here. If you want me to wait? Not finished with breakfast yet. But I she points at the backpack at the gar next to her. Brought your things I I will fetch the others and we can eat together. Do you want me to order you something? Why not? Alright. She waves over Gwyn <laughs> um, as you head up the stairs. Yeah, I think has been he's been writing this like little knock on the door frame. Come in. Sorry to disturb you, but uh, Mela is downstairs if you wanted to have breakfast and that conversation. Alright, I'll go find the other two. Across the hall! <laughs> Where are the butter boys?
3: Uh, <laughs> butter boys!
1: Yeah, are they just across the hall? Or... Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: Well, I know Henry would definitely be in the room because... He's taking a little longer than usual to get ready today. It has to look nice. Get all of his jewelry in order. Mm-hmm. Pull out the perfume this time. Oh, pretty boy.
1: I think this morning Ox also, like, washed up really well. <laughs> Henry, you've noticed Ox takes forever. Once he gets back, he starts, uh, like, very meticulously cleaning his hands and his nails and filing them. <laughs> <laughs> before they they head out for the day.
0: Uh, good morning. Um, it's a little early, I know, but Melo's downstairs. If you wanted to join us.
3: Melo's downstairs? I was under the impression we were meeting with Nell.
0: They were not there. Alright. We are
3: heading
1: downstairs. Yeah, Ox tucks away his nail file.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he brings uh one of the mushroom terrariums that they had. Mm. Does he get there before if he heads straight down there? Probably, Probably a little before us. He sets the terrarium on the table yeah. and a little letter next to her. Sorry about everything that happened yesterday. Thought you should have this back. She looks up at Yuki and it's all right, it. I mean, I know you were just doing what you were asked. What is this? She opens it, glances at it for a second. You can read it later if you'd like. Just wasn't sure if we'd have a chance to talk before we left today. She points at the bag. <laughs> My father doesn't know anything about this kind of stuff, so... It made more sense for me to come back and explain it all to you? was not do hard to convince them. Well, is that alright? Of course. She glances at the letter again. Dear Mela, I'm sorry that things ended up the way that they did. I do hope you understand we had the best intentions for your well-being. There's a lot I cannot say, but if you're serious about looking into a way out of Inosh and traveling the oceans, I would reach out to Zoma Olo. She can't get you out herself, but she knows people who might be able to help. Find a way to show her your talents, and be persistent in your desire to leave. I wouldn't mention me by name, but if nothing else works, ask her what she knows about the winds. And if you do decide to take a job out on the trains, know there are people out there that have the same ideas as you. It might be hard to find them, but with your talents, I'm sure you can. Traveling could give you the chance to make those connections on your own terms. If I can give you advice, make sure that whatever path you decide, you feel like you're making it for yourself, and not because someone else has made it for you. You have talents, and there are those who might try and take advantage of them. Sometimes the first way out is not the best for your well-being. Again, I'm deeply sorry, about perry I'd hoped we could get out of that situation without hurting anyone, but we failed at that. Wishing you the best, Keen. P.S. Continue to work on your thieves' cat. It can be useful. I don't know, you could write like this. I mean, I didn't know a lot of other people could write like this. That's how we got into your hideout. We were looking for you. And stumbled across it. Guess I caught to think of something new then. Well, thank you for this. Are the rest of your friends coming down? Or I think they were all getting woken up. Should be down in a second. And we're down in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You both notice a Gwyn walk over with a couple plates. Same thing as Mayla. Eggs, toast, some fancy cheese. Jessica gives you a wave. Mayla gives you a wave as well. She looks a little sheepish for a second. <laughs> morning.
3: Morning. Good morning.
0: She picks up her backpack from the floor, opens it, and just, like, dumps a bag <laughs> from inside um, into the middle of the table. Suspect you want your reward for finding me.
1: media <laughs>
0: It's just, like
1: digging around in this pile and being like, what is in here?
0: So, you can't have all of it. Uh, You know, we kind of trade things this way here. We don't have that much money, so you're supposed to each take one thing.
1: She eyes you, (laughs) Ox. Ox is like setting things back.
0: I mean, you can look at You can look at it. Go ahead. Just I'm not offering all of this to you. We kind of need to keep some of it here. She reaches in and pulls out another smaller bag. Um,
1: bags on bags on bags. Bags on bags
0: on bags. It's a blue velvet pouch. There's some stars embroidered on it. She pulls it down. Y'all probably heard of a bag of Holden. It's a pretty exciting find. If you want this, I know, I recommend it. Can grab it? Can, can wait's. <laughs> for but he's definitely reaching for it. She she pulls out um, what looks like a just a small like metal rod basically, but then she sort of like she like waves it, um, and as she does so it expands uh, to be about three feet long, um and you see a torch appear at the top and then she collapses it again. This is good for campsites. I don't know, it helps you set up like a safe space in a warm place, thought it'd be helpful out in the oceans originally actually, uh, but I don't know if it'll fit all of you, but it should it should be helpful at least if your hands go out and about. Pulls out another little pouch, this one's a little simpler, just a, like a canvas cloth. She opens it shows you, these are just some beans, I know we heard that they were magical but I don't know if they really are. <laughs> But that's what the traveler said who came by and dropped them off. And they definitely were fey touch. so we decided maybe they were... I don't know, if you want to take a risk, this one could be fun. Or maybe it could be bad and you can all be dead. Who knows?
1: We could risk it all, lads. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's... Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. I don't know. If they do something... If you decide to take these and they do something fun, then uh, contact me somehow and tell me how it goes. Because I've been curious about them for a long time. Takes out another bottle from the bag, sets it down. You see a sort of a thick red liquid in it. This is some sort of fancy wine. Supposed to be good for you. Health benefits, it's not made of grapes, it's made of some other thing. She takes out a, a leather, a small leather ring that has sort of a braided pattern on it. This one soaks up potions. You don't have to worry about the bottles. Uh, it's not infinite or anything like that, but I think it can carry two or three, which is pretty nice. And let's see, a crystal that catches the light um, almost in a iridescent way. It seems clear until you turn it and then you see blues in it. This is a Feywild Shard. I don't know exactly what this does either, but I know it's helpful for magic users. Uh, helps with the spells that are harder to maintain, I think. Also, it's pretty, I don't know. Uh, so you can each pick one. They're all interesting to me, so I don't necessarily have any recommendations, but she pushes everything in a pile on the table and shoves it towards all of you. Oh, and then she reaches into her pocket and slams down some gold on the table. I know it's not much, but can't muster a lot around here, so there you go. If no one else objects to it, I'd like to take the bag of holding. That's alright with me. I think it benefits all of us. Of course, we can all use
3: it. Well, I think this is a more than perfectly adequate reward. Thank you very much. And Henry will reach across the table, pick up the gold, and then the line in the same motion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Naylor nods. Yeah, thought that one would go fast. Uh, so while everyone looks at the, the items on the table and sort of deliberates, uh, Mayla will open up that letter again and, and start reading. Thank you. She speaks pretty quietly. Folds it up. Puts it away in her bag. And then sits back and sort of watches as everyone continues to inspect the... Or I guess not everyone. Ox and Virgil, the indecisive ones, sit back and continue to inspect the items. I'm just a little confused about the wording with the shard. Who, if, if you choose it, I'll let you adapt it to your magic. We'll so it would basically be, it. like, a concentration, like, assistance. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. It is technically in proper d is for sorcerers, but... Yeah. I don't Who know. cares? Don't
1: my shit we, make rolls <laughs> <here>. <laughs> we make the rules We make the rules here.
2: Hold on.
1: Um, Ox has picked up every single object and looked at it, but the last one he picks up is the leather ring, actually, <laughs> and he takes his sweet time looking at that one
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, he sits with it sinks back down into his chair with the ring
2: Mayla
0: reaches across the table and slowly starts putting things back in the bag and looks up at you Virgil you're not going to pick anything I'll just take all this home he just reaches out and takes the bag of beans (laughs) she nods and grins excellent choice very curious uh also, she, then down so again, using out of pocket her, of her bag, and places a, it looks like the, the magic detecting device a bit, uh, in shape. She takes that device, places it on the table in front of you. I don't know if you want this, I'm not sure if it works perfect, but, I mean, I don't only make things for myself, and, um, I mean... I wasn't particularly nice to any of you. I am sorry about that. Anyway, she shakes her head. This is... they're sending stones out there, and this this isn't quite that. I don't really know how to make those, but I... it kind of works. It worked between me and Perry. It's more connected to, uh, like, Faye beings. It didn't work for Jen, who's Faye touched, but it that help. In like traditional D&D lore, Fae is, as far as I understand, specifically things from the Fae wilds. But in this world, uh, just sort of as a catch-all, people can say Fae for anything that's basically below a god. So, um, Celestials or people who are like Kian and Asmar are still considered Fae-touched. So this also applies to things that are touched by some sort of darker power. And if someone is fey-touched by something of a darker power, they'd be cursed. Someone like Kean, who's touched by, it, like, a Celestial, would be considered blessed. Who exactly does it work? Are you, you a, sort you of shouting like, into the void? You don't have, well, it's gotta be a, a face you know. And it's like a, it's like a sentence bell. I think Perry was- maybe like a ghost and it worked so maybe it works best with things that are a little more in tune with with magic like i said it's not it's not perfect does it just work once or i i have used it just like once a day i'd like to be able to use it more at some point but I, i need to work on it it's not that powerful i can she Picks it up again and sort of starts to tuck it away. Um, you can see she's blushing a little bit. I know it's, it's... Sorry, um...
3: No, no need to apologize. It sounds perfectly useful.
0: She lifts it out of the bag again. Do you want it? Indeed I do. She sets it back out again. Slides it towards you. I think we're all very sorry we couldn't do more for you. I'm not... I hope you all don't feel... I know this is kind of weird. I hope y'all don't feel bad about anything. I mean, I didn't really want to come back, but if it wasn't you who was hired, it would be someone else. You seem like nice people. So, I don't know, thanks for caring enough to do the job and for offering me that work on the railroad. Um, I'm not really interested in building other people's machines.
3: Well, that's quite alright. If you do ever have an interest in the railroad, however, feel free to mention my name. Right. Will do.
0: Well, she stands up. <laughs> places a couple of silver on the table next to her plate. Guess I'll be going then. Bye. Rest of mm-hmm. block out there.
3: It was lovely meeting you.
0: You too. Kind of. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've got mixed feelings. No, that's better. Drugs. do you want
2: to dry again.
1: And uh and leaves. Ox gets up suddenly. She I, I had a letter I was gonna give her. I'll be right back. And he's gonna follow her out the door with letter in hand and call out to try to stop her.
2: She turns
0: around as you call out her name.
1: I, I'm not very good with words when I'm talking, so I wrote some down. Do you Just, like uh, to write
0: letters, don't you? <laughs>
1: You receive another one?
0: Um, he
1: Oh. Sorry, uh, I didn't
0: try to all anything.
1: You didn't have to. It's just, I guess if you want to, you can send him to the place I put in here. He hands her a letter, and uh, she can feel inside the envelope, there's something in it.
0: She, right away, will open it and, and pull out whatever is inside the envelope.
1: She finds four screws from the first bike that they found in the ocean.
0: She, um, sort of opens her hand looks at them for a moment. Thanks.
1: Sorry it didn't turn out the way you wanted to. I know you'll get out someday, but I also wanted to ask you the language in your notebooks and hot out. Where'd you learn it?
0: Done a lot of studying. My mama liked to go out into the oceans too. Well, I don't know if she liked it, but she did go go out in the oceans too. She was really smart knew a lot of things like this, you know, arcane languages and stuff like that. So she taught me some, some travelers come in and out know a bit too. You know, you find it around.
1: I guess what I really wanted to ask was, and he'll pull out a piece of paper from his back pocket. It's the blueprint that he looked at earlier. He'll pass it to her. Do you know what this is?
0: So you sort of glance over it, you can sort of like see her gaze like go down the paper, and then again a lot a lot more slowly, she takes her time looking at this. This is. Did you get this here?
1: No, I've had it for a while. She laughs, hands it back to you.
0: You know, that would have been really useful to me about a week ago. That's a... It's like a... It's like a mechanical heart uh, for building up a body. Like a golem, sort of. But... But... Better. I was trying to figure out a way to do that. For a... For Perry.
1: Sorry our paths didn't cross sooner then.
0: You gonna try to build it?
1: Ox puts it back in his pocket. Not any time soon, no.
0: She nods. Well, best of luck when you try.
1: Tell, uh, tell Nell we said thank you. Building. We'll and, uh, he'll go back inside.
0: We head back to the inn, Ox, uh, where everyone is finishing up their breakfast. You have any business left in Eosh? Go ahead and do it now. Well, do we have a specific time we are boarding a train? Or is it sort of, we walk up there and put us on the next train. This is Henry Goodlove. Is that how it works?
3: It entirely depends on when the next train is arriving.
0: Should we figure that out, or...?
3: We should go to the station first, yes?
0: Right. Not to be rude, but are we splitting that money that we got? Or...
3: That depends on how much money we have. (laughs) Henry will pull out the gold that he picked up and uh, take a look at how much we got.
0: Looks like you have 100 gold.
1: Well, uh, 25 each is a pretty good deal. Get into the border somewhere with 20 gold.
0: Right, there is that local toll to be paid, isn't there?
1: The hell will I have to pay to get into somewhere?
3: I live there.
1: I don't think it really matters to the devil. They uh, they just want the fee.
3: Well, devil. I'm sure we'll figure things out when we get to somewhere. Or at least I will, if you want to foot the twenty gold, you're welcome to. Not my money. Are you in good with the devil or something? You're so confident. The devil has been in my shop before.
0: But was it a positive experience for the devil? Or for you?
3: I consider it a positive experience. What did they... Ah. Absolutely nothing, but we had a wonderful conversation. And they were interested in my wares, which I think is more than most shopkeeps can say. Besides, if they want the train to continue running to somewhere, and Enosh, and, oh, Dawning especially, well, I think that they may well be in their right mind to let me into the city.
0: So you are holding a bargaining chip over a guardian.
3: If you put it that way, it sounds like a negative thing. It's just a matter of business. I'm only saying it is impressive. Why, well, thank you. Shall we get
1: train tickets? <laughs> <laughs> it's a... It's a... <laughs> it <was laughs> out.
0: It's not too far from the inn. Like many islands that have ley lines attached to them. The inns are sort of stationed around the the train stations. So it's a 15-minute walk. Uh, You start to see people opening up shops around you as you make your way through the town. And when you get to the train station, it's relatively empty. You do see a few people here and there with bags sitting on the benches. Uh, It's a simple wooden structure, one line in each direction with a ticket gate at the very front. Uh, inside you see a dark green tiefling man. Uh, it looks like he's reading something like below the, below the desk. And he very quickly snaps the book shut as you all approach and sort of shuts it <laughs> underneath his desk in one of the drawers. <clears throat> Welcome. How can I help you?
3: Good morning, my <laughs> fine sir. Myself and my three friends are here to ride the train. Well, Whichever one you have next available.
0: He opens the door again, pulls out a, like, a booklet, sort of leaps through it, looks down at it. Looks like the next one... sorry, he said...
3: where are you going? Oh, of course, my mistake. We're taking the train down to somewhere.
0: Somewhere. There's not going to be one until 6.30 tonight. Uh, you have tickets?
3: Indeed we do. From his bag, Henry will pull out his paperwork and slide it over to him.
0: You all see what looks like familiar papers to yours, but it sort of glimmers as it catches the light, and you realize it is uh, written in golden ink. And as the, the ticket taker accepts the papers, you see his eyes widen as he stares down at it and reads through it. Wow. All right, I'll be right back. I just need to check these... And exits through a a door in the back of the office. He's not gone for very long. Comes back. Hands them to you and sort of gives a little awkward, like, bow as he does so. Uh, Right. Four? Four tickets? Sir? Yes, please. Coming up. (laughs) Uh, Shit. And he turns around and leaves again. You wait about 15 more seconds. He comes back with, like, four tickets hand out. Passes them to you, does his awkward bow again. Thanks for visiting,
3: riding, sir. I hope you come back someday. Indeed, I will. Could I get your name? Uh, Tom. Tom? Excellent. I'll make sure to put in a good word for you. Thank you, sir. (laughs) You're welcome. You have a wonderful day now. You too. He, He
0: waves and then, like, immediately puts his hand down and, like, salutes. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I love you! Henry gives him a nod and a wave in return. That was impressive in there. Well, I'd hope I could ride my family train. be unfortunate if I couldn't. Not for me, but you know. For whoever's work.
0: Fancy golden ink will get you anywhere. This is like the gold pass. It's basically a no-questions-asked pass on your paper, so you're allowed to come and go freely from different islands.
3: Yeah. Yes, I believe they're quite standard. At least among my family, they are.
0: Never seen any like that.
1: Most people don't get pedigree papers like Henry does.
0: Do we have to do anything else?
1: Pack up if you haven't already.
0: Right. Got a few things that I need to get together so I can be back if we wanted to have lunch together. We could have that spa we were meaning to. Love that.
3: We can make an event. I'd love to watch.
2: After
0: your shopping. Alright. I'm gonna head off. He's gonna pick up like a small wheel of cheese. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go to the post office and he's gonna drop off a package and a letter. How much would sending a package how big is the package?
3: It would have
0: the cheese in it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's
2: what
3: I was thinking.
0: No letter. (laughs) Okay. So it is a small wheel of cheese. How far is it going? Charousel. Okay. Uh, That's going to be one gold. Mm. And then... right. He goes to the bar. Bar that's close to the train station. Okay. Case Bar. And you know that the owner of the bar is a um, a Enosh local, a half-elf named Case, who... uh, who has been living with uh, above the bar itself. Goes and gets a drink and sees if he sees her sitting around. Yeah, you look around. The bar at this time is is not very busy. You do see there's a few people here nursing drinks, but uh, actually behind the counter, you see a, a familiar figure uh, just cleaning up. Looks like setting up for the day, not facing you. She's turned around. Uh, there's not much that signals that she works here. You can see she always wears sort of fine but simple clothes, and she's still wearing those now. He goes up to the bar. And Selma, she turns around, cleaning a glass, and sort of pauses for a moment, looks at you. Do you recognize me? Kian? Yes. She sets down the glass, sort of leans over the bar. Didn't expect to see you here. After what happened, Are you okay? i fine. Um, is this a good place to talk right now? She <laughs> looks around at the relatively empty bar. Depends on how um private you want the talk to be, but it's pretty slow. Do you want to go in the back? Perhaps if we have, if you're able to go to the back right now, it'd be better. Okay. Um let me just finish this up a second and go talk to Case and then I'll be right back with you. Great. Here, you can she walks over to the side of the bar and sort of pulls back the countertop for you to go through and gestures to the, the hallway behind the bar. He uh, sinks sneaks back in. All right, sits down. Awesome. Yeah, it's it looks like a break room. Um you can see some of the, the bar glasses that have some like chips on them or up on the wall for people to use. <laughs> you don't wait very long. You hear the sound of the piano stop for a bit. In a couple minutes, she comes in, closes the door behind you. She just sighs and takes off the apron and hangs it up. Sits across from you. You need my help, what's going on? I'm just trying to figure out what exactly you know. So I've been a little bit cut off and I'm trying to help in any way I can at this point. Well, I'm sure you heard about Auckland. Yes. Do you know where he is? Down somewhere, I last heard. Hadn't been sent to the prison down there yet, but I think it's inevitable any day at this point. They don't tend to let people go. Do you know if what part of the city he's in right now? I suspect on the border. District 7. Have you heard from... Ophelia. Last I heard, she was still down there. Wanted to find a way to get him out. She looks at you sort of curiously. Scattered from what I heard? I assumed you did as well. I parted ways a bit earlier. Didn't really care about it until recently. Do you have sending? I do. You want me to talk to him? Maybe not him, but, uh, If you could let Ophelia know that... Here. He takes out a piece of paper. If you could send Ophelia a message, I'll write it down for you. See if she'll meet me there. So I thought you deserted them. To be honest. So I'm surprised to see you here. informed incorrectly. Didn't mean to desert them completely. Thing is, once... Once they got separated, it was harder to... Contact to them. Well, best of luck finding them. And I'll talk to Ophelia or try to. He writes a little 25 word note and hands it. She takes it, looks it over. If you would check in, I'll be on the train. Alright. He looks unsure. I think he's not trying to mask that at all. Um. I really appreciate you reaching out to her for me. I hope you will. I will. Don't have to worry about it. I'm not trying to mess anything up. I'm, honestly, I'm curious. So, you don't have to worry about that. There's a girl. There's a girl? What kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> she she laughs. laughs. I didn't think you were that type. Her name's Mayla. her Brown. Mayla's... The one who went missing came back last night. Correct? We helped find her. Very good of you. She's really talented. She might come poking around. Okay. Suggest you listen to her. But I would trust her. Interesting suggestion. I've got to go. Thank you for passing along a message. Of course. Mm-hmm. nods and heads out. Later the afternoon, you all meet up back at the inn for lunch and a little uh, a little sparring session. There are sort of like training grounds in, in Enosh, not anything big or fancy, but there is uh, a place with, you know, flat ground, grass. If you mention this in front of Gwyn, he'll just direct you to it. Better than in the street. Do you want to use real blades, or is that going to be a problem for you? I mean, if they have training weapons, are as well? More ideal? Just Get packing them. up everything to go.
3: Just my advice. It's not usually a good idea to board a train, especially if it's a passenger train with blood on your clothes.
0: That's why we will try to use the training weapons. We also have until 6.30. We also would appreciate that we didn't bleed all of our (laughs) clothes. I don't mean to.
3: We'll just avoid bleeding altogether. I think that's like a plan.
0: You know, at some point though, if we could get you a little more comfortable, that might be helpful. If we are going to continue to travel together, we've got healing,
3: and I have perfume at my apartment.
0: (laughs) As you say. And with that? Oh my God. <laughs> they there are some some very low quality training swords, you could call them. Uh there are you see sort of in a pile in the corner large sticks. Like bo-staffs? Like large branches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with smaller branches lashed at the base to be the the leg like, Uh, Besides that, you do not see any other uh, equipment. That works for me. Sticks, it is. Then, just go pick one up. Keen's like holding one. I don't know a whole lot about swords, but it's not quite the same. Is that how you're going to hold it? Just
2: <laughs> so you're saying, it for you saying, because.
0: Oh, just how my hand is right now. Yeah, it's not forty-five degrees. Not <laughs> completely limp wristing <laughs> it. So like a thirty. He might give it a little twirl. What do you thought Formally, have to use a blade. Just not a bit. Don't mean any offense, but they don't seem to have been a good teacher. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they were a bad teacher. Might have been a bad student. I say which is which and I take a swing. <laughs> Alright <laughs> You watch as these other two boys duke it out with branches. Roll an attack? I guess this Ooh. will be this will be sword, but we won't really do damage. Did you <laughs> correct me? I only rolled a nine. He like dodges out of the way. uh uh-huh. He has good form. And swings, feints, an attack, and then Hits on the other side. Makes mm-hmm. um, contact. The two of you hear a loud thwack, thwack! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I might have been a bit lucky. Not from where I'm standing, and I swing again at the ball. <laughs> okay! <laughs> 18 to hit. Fuck um, him up! Yeah, I think I would aim for like the side of the arm. Good shot. Are we keeping this casual? Or are we being a little competitive? I mean, at this point,
3: why not be competitive? Just don't get any bruises on the face.
0: You watch as Virgil's french Ice is over. <laughs> I would say it sounds fear. like you're doing damage. Yeah. But now it sounds, it sounds like, you're like you're doing damage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are
1: you looking at your spell
0: cards right now, my dude? Yeah, well, you don't yeah. have much time to think about it. Uh, okay, Virgil. I am for Kian's ankle and try and sweep it out for under it. That's a 19. It, like, burns at first and then it kind of numbs as yeah. there's, like, a little bit of frost left. That was a pretty good hit. Um, another natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But he's he's aiming with a purpose right now. Um, oh no. I'm gonna... What are you doing? That is a seven points of damage, so... Excellent. <laughs> Takes a knee as he gets hit. A big, like, sweeping swing at Virgil's legs now. <laughs> I
1: think with a lock. natural
0: 20, you would, he would stumble. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we were trying to do damage to each other. I asked if you wanted to be competitive. Get up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he would attempt a disarm. Sure, it could be contested. That would be an 11. <gasps> 12. He, like, feints a swing at you, and as the sticks connect, he grabs your wrist and, like, twists the branch out of your hands. Kian jumps back. And is there are there more sticks in the pile? Yeah. He races back, gets a stick. Can I sentinel him? Sure! Yes! Yeah. I'm also gonna have a real perception check as you do this. Oh no, okay. Um, well first was a sentinel, that's a 15 to hit. And the perception, what's mine, is a 10. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Okay. As you're running away, he would dart up beside you and trip you. This is just rude. At least hand me a sword. <laughs> and you are welcome to and claim your sword again. He uses an Eldritch Blast to try to knock the sword out of your hand. An unnatural 20 to hit. That'll hit. I think that's gonna be high enough to just do it. Yeah, you see it, like, fall, and as it does, the ice fades. And he reaches to grab it. He'll just <laughs> leap at you and try a grapple. Okay. I'm gonna pin this boy. That's a strength, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. God. Contested strength. You two watch as this sword fight devolves oh. into a match. You don't match. have to roll high, my dude, I only rolled oh. an eight. Just like jump at Kian and try to but, try to grab him. But, but, but imagine he, he, he worms away and squirmy. Goes to hit Virgil with his sword. <laughs> oh <gasps> no. You were a bit thrown off with the attempt to grapple you yeah. to the ground, even though you didn't you didn't actually <laughs> yeah. fall. He swings, misses, and then like straightens up, has his sword out. Ready? To strike again. Well, you could hold it, right? I told you, I had a decent teacher. Decent. <laughs> Are we playing until drop, or? I don't know, we never spoke about the rules. She goes in for another swing It's <laughs> <laughs> not doing anything. Oh, if you're gonna do that, well, I'll blood curse you as you're taking a So, like, for a moment, your, like, vision flickers black, but then it comes back in time for you to land the hit. Plus that, do you wanna switch swords? <laughs> If you are handing me your stick, I'll take it. (laughs) He throws it away, and (laughs) he runs and gets (laughs) his. So is this to be a proper duel now? I'm not sure. We could call it. Just keep going. I think that is enough of an exercise for one day. Right. Before we get bruised and bloody. Does anyone else want in?
1: Are Are you dirty from rolling around on the ground just asking? Probably,
0: opinion. but as you say this, it's like if they you. if they stop, King's gonna cast Prestidigitation on him. Fancy trick? Are you sharing? All right, he casts Prestidigitation.
3: You'll have to forgive me, but for as fun as a bar fight and or duel or sparring session, as you so called it, sounds, I'd rather not dirty myself before riding.
0: I mean, the magic can clean it all up. And we've got time.
3: I do question how clean you actually get with that first digitation. I prefer hot
1: bath myself.
3: That's all up to you.
1: I'm uh, not a big fan of mud.
0: I right, we can call it a day. So if we find someplace drier in the future?
1: I'd definitely be interested. Even in the desert, easier to brush it off.
0: Have you done much sword fighting before?
1: A little bit here and there, but mostly I use a gun.
2: And you, Henry?
3: I have formal training in swords.
0: In that we are the same.
3: Really? Was it lessons or for fun or necessity?
0: I think at one point it became fun, but it was mostly responsibility. And later a career.
3: I see. Still a good skill to have.
0: Certainly. So was Virgil using his left hand the whole time? When he cast the blood curse, he would have reached out with his right hand. Mm -hmm. They both stand up. Does that mean that I won the fight? I'll give it to you. So, last night when you said you're not actually left-handed, were you going easy on me, or...? No, I fight with my left hand. Why is that? Well... I was born right handed but he takes off, like, his gauntlet and the glove underneath, and there's a large, like, kind of silvery bite mark, kind of twists it to a certain angle and, like, winces a bit, and I'll put the gauntlet and the glove back on. It was broken a while back, and it never quite got as strong as it used to be, so I make do with the left. What happened? Cursed, perhaps? I wouldn't say that, but it did happen in the oceans. And... Was really my mistake. I'm sorry. Was that recent? No, this would have been a couple of years ago. And I could always fight with my left hand. It wasn't that big of a change. Just not as dexterous as you were before. With my right, yes. But a lot of people find it more difficult to fight a left-handed swordsman anyway. So it is, I think, an advantage. But it was a good fight. It was. I'd like to do it again sometime. Definitely like to get a bit better with the sword. could work on that. Sometimes it's a bit hard to rely on just magic.
3: Well, I'm sure you'll have time to practice with the sword and learn somewhere as well.
0: Do you have, in your shop, you've talked about, is it like a big shop? Lots of space?
3: I can assure you it's not large enough for a sword fight.
0: <laughs> just wondering.
3: It'd be very inconvenient to my shelves.
0: We'd hate to make a mess at the place. I'd hate that too. Did you all come straight from somewhere to here?
1: We, uh, we made a few stops along the way. A couple of small towns here and there.
0: So your shop's been empty for a while? Are you sure it was not looted while you were gone?
3: I'm quite confident my things were not looted while I was away.
0: It is somewhere.
3: Really, I think you have a very... Unusual misconception of somewhere, not everyone is a horrible person, or a thief.
0: No, I realize that I've been there, I'm just saying...
3: Maybe I'm just the sort of person you don't want to rob.
0: Let us hope your reputation protects you. And if you have slapped your name on the sign, which I hope you have not, (laughs) it may be a little more tempting than your run-of-the-mill shop.
3: That is all we are saying. I don't necessarily deal in my family's items. Not a subsidiary of Good Love and Good Love. I'm an independent operation. I find all of my own objects generally from the ocean, hence why I explore in there so often. Generally, unless you know who I am, it's a relatively normal looking shop. What's it called? I can't say I've bothered to give it an official name, Henry's Shop. So
0: you don't have a sign out front advertising that you are a business?
3: No, of course not. I make my connections.
0: That's probably for the best, actually. Changes things. It. Sorry, wasn't trying to attack the safety of your home. Just. I think we were just worried. It's getting kinda late. I probably should say thanks to Gwyn before we head out.
3: Of course. Say goodbyes.
0: I probably should have asked you this sooner, but. Should we be worrying about paying a sort of uh, livestock fee?
3: Livestock fee?
0: Well, for our goats.
3: Ah, no. Wonderful. And if they try to charge you, just come grab me.
0: And those shiny papers. You'll go back, pack up. You all spent most of the rest of the day in in that tavern. Gwyn brings you all a few drinks. Doesn't charge you for them, of course, just sort of brings them over. Not long before you are planning to leave, 5.30, 5.45, you hear the, the bell at the door chime very loudly as someone slams it open. You you all see a sort of tall, like, slim elf woman. Uh, she has short, curly hair, and she's dressed in, like, nice, like, simple clothes, patterned collar. She has a red apron on that she's sort of, like, taking off as she runs over and, like, slings it over her shoulder. Runs over to you. Motions to Kean. Right, we're all traveling together. Yes. She turns to look at you, Henry. Do you want to talk in private right now? You're... This... Pertains all of you. Um, she motions to corner table, gestures to you all, and then just sort of walks over. Looks over at you, Henry.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, you're not supposed to be traveling on that line. Right?
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. I can travel on whatever line I please.
0: She said <laughs> You might want to find an alternate way to get where you're going. Why? Especially you. I've heard some rumors about the person running the line from uh, somewhere up north. And you might have a harder time than you originally
3: planned. Ox, is this something related to you? No. She sort of smirks. Is
2: there to be
0: some sort of ambush or attempt on somebody's life? I I hope not. I don't think you're hated that much. Henry, I just don't think you'll be allowed on. Now that word has gotten out. Word of what? That you are trying to use your papers to travel down this line for free. I don't know your business, Henry. I don't know the dramas of your life. But it seems there's someone in somewhere who does not
3: like you very much. Someone in somewhere who doesn't like me very much. Well, considering that most people love me. Dolores, isn't it? Even though she doesn't have as much power as she thinks that she does. Just because she is. She stands to- up.
0: I will help you get on the train for you. You need to be more careful. I'm just trying to get to somewhere. Y'all are. I can get you on. You will be in one of the cargo cars. You'll have to be quiet about it. If you don't want my help, that's fine. She sighs and sits back down. But I encourage you to assess the risk of that beforehand. Would you be
3: able to get us on tonight?
0: I think so, if we leave soon.
3: Is this a matter of legality? Shouldn't be a matter of legality. I am perfectly allowed to ride the trains without paying in advance. Are you allowed to
0: going to somewhere right now.
3: Yes, I'm allowed to be going to somewhere. You act as I well committed a crime. To going to You're right not now.
0: banished, are
3: you? I'm not banished from somewhere.
0: <laughs> not for free, at least.
3: It's not for free, technically. It's subsidized. By my family.
0: She shares a look with Kian and <laughs> rolls her eyes. Well, I'm only telling you what I've heard. It's my job to hear about these things. If you don't want my help, that's fine. Go ahead. Who exactly did you piss off so much as to make this a problem?
3: I can't say who'd be upset at me for... riding the train for free. I don't know what that's all about. I did mention to you that one of the engineers doesn't quite like me very much. Right. Or at all. But as far as I know, she's just an engineer. It's not like she's an executive or shareholder or something of that nature. This last subject. Um what's her name? Magdala? Maggie?
0: Something she tells me you shouldn't call her Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing, but I don't know if you have nickname privileges.
3: What's her last name? Well it's been quite a few years since we've seen each other and she was looking to get married at the time, so I'm certain that she's taken someone else's last name. Wouldn't be much good to give you the old one. Not anymore. If you want to
0: get on the train tonight, we should go... now. Are we expecting to be thrown in prison if we're caught? In somewhere?
3: Not at all. Is that
0: the punishment for riding the train? Stowing away?
3: Ox, oh, would know about that. To get thrown in prison for being stowed away on a train, I've never really considered the possibility, given that it's never
1: applied to me. Just as a stowaway? Not in my experience, no.
0: i always trying not to, to get caught. That is the ideal scenario.
3: Yes, but riding in a boxcar.
0: It is the boxcar or sleeping in the mud along the tracks.
1: Henry, the boxcar, it really ain't that bad. You would say that.
3: We can't even attempt to get on the train the normal way first. <laughs> you can attempt it. Go ahead. Test the waters for the rest of you? Besides, like I said, I'm the only one that she wants to punch. And it's not like anyone knows your names. They only got my paperwork. Are you certain she would stop at the punch? I don't think she would kill me. She's employed by my parents. That would be quite the stain on her resume.
0: Yes, but the sun's Awfully personal. Uzoma stands up. Well, the three of us who are- Or the three of you who are not trying to use the tickets should follow me now. Best of luck to you, good love. Let's go.
3: He follows. Take Delilah with you. Alright. You'll know of my failure if I appear on the boxcar. I mean, I'll still come back to say hello and-
0: Probably stay with you. She's just walking out. Oh Oh, god,
1: Uh, I'm following Kian. Yeah, Uh, Ox will grab his bag and, you know, kind of whistle at Delilah and start heading out.
0: Zuma kind of leads you all down into basically like an alleyway and stops for a minute. Do you want... What? Kian. I'm not sure. I'm just trying to get to somewhere. Are you trying to... To like hustle him somehow? What's going on? <laughs> Do you want him to go with you? I mean, he was the one who said get us a free ticket. Okay? Looking for a free ticket. Kim <sighs> okay. Um the longer we wait the more people will be around. It's true. But they're not going to let him on that train, you understand that, right? Is Catherine not... Are we going to need to force your friend onto this boxcar? Yeah. How do you want to do this? I know how to charm a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'd suggest you do it now.
1: Might be the easiest way.
0: <laughs> Alright. Um, go fast, yep. Ian. It's not the cleanest method, but... It's He, like, looks... Yeah. Oh he looks through the window, oh casts it. Please.
1: Henry, I need you to get on this fucking boxcar <laughs> with us, my dude. That's wise.
3: No, he ain't. It's a 16. Again, so I'm gonna
0: try to cast it again. Roll another wisdom saving oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <For> <laughs> Henry's off. like, what
2: the fuck's going on? <laughs>
0: He's like he's not visible. I think he's like looking yeah. through a window because he doesn't have I was to gonna see. say, wait.
3: That's a not one.
0: <gasps> okay. <gasps> yeah. Keen like peeks in and is like, Henry, got to go. The person is charmed by you or your friends until the spell ends. Persuasion checks basically, work basically, better. You feel like you should do what Keen says, unless it's something like, physically dangerous to you, or, like, incredibly outrageous. Uh, like, murder someone or something like that. That doesn't yeah, necessarily work. Good. But you just sort of feel like he and a friend, and you should listen to what they say <laughs> to you. They, they have your best interest in mind.
3: No, Henry will come out of that. <laughs> do, you have, do you have your do bags? Of course I have my bags. All right, let's go. Getting on the train, aren't we?
0: We're getting on the train. We've got to hurry. so pissed. <laughs> we have to really- We're hurrying go. We scurry. We scuttle. Um, we scamper. You, yeah. <laughs> if you, you said we're going. You start <laughs> to make your way. <laughs> make your way over to the train. And then, a few minutes away, uh, you make a sharp turn to the right, uh, down a few, like, smaller streets until you get to what looks more like a, a, a small warehouse district. Uh, you see, people are are loading boxes uh, from from storage onto onto carts. Uh, Uzama turns back to the rest of you and says, "All right, either you can do this the highly secretive way and get in the boxes, or you can try to blend in. I personally recommend getting inside one of the boxes."
1: Now, why in hell I'm getting in one of them boxes?
0: You will be able to get out. No,
1: I'm not good in tight spaces.
0: Are the boxes outside of the train, or like are they already in? Some of there are, there are some being loaded onto um, hand carts, basically. To yeah, be so the idea to is the like we get in there and get loaded on. Yeah, it's just gonna be for. Well, I've used all my spells. Or it <laughs> does not exactly solve the issue of the. Animals, though. The animals? I can... Okay. I can see what I can do. I can be convincing. I'll... I'll try to get them on. Generally, trains do bring livestock back and forth. As for you... Uh, She turns to you, Ox. As for you, just... Wait here a moment. I'm going to see if I can get a uniform for you. Alright Henry, I think we're getting in the boxes.
3: I, I have no chance of posing as a regular worker, so. <laughs>
0: Do it, you know, just help them key in. And
3: yeah, she she runs off.
0: We're getting in.
1: Ox will uh, take off like his hat, the bulk of like his stuff he'll still keep. Like He'll take off his uh, chaps. <laughs> um, and like bulky items and like put them in his bag, and hand you the bag. Um, but he does still keep his gun mm. tucked into his belt.
0: Virgil hesitates just long enough to like weave a braid into Orna's fur and just mm-hmm. tie it off. Mm-hmm. Give her a little pat on the nose. You, you open up one of the boxes uh, and you see it's full of wool coats. You, I assume, dump them all out. Keen's what? I'm jumping him out. Okay. And and get inside, pull it up on top of you. It's not very easy to hear things from in there, besides just muffled, muffled sounds of the activity around you. Eventually, you do feel the sort of rocking motion of the, the box being loaded up. Virgil, I assume you've gotten one as well. Ox, where? what are you doing right now? Are uh-huh. you hiding somewhere? Are you just sort of loitering?
1: I mean, he's, like, kind of, like, crouched wherever these boxes are. He's, like, trying to be, like, discreet. He's got two coins that he's playing with in his hand.
0: Okay. Um, there's most, there's not a ton of employees around right now, but there's quite a bit of activity as everyone's trying to get the last of the cargo loaded before the train leaves. People don't really pay you any mind. Ten minutes past Twenty. Around what you guessed to be, like, six fifteen, six twenty. You feel someone tap on your shoulder. And there's a uniform like in your face, <laughs> being held by a, a very sort
3: of sweaty and disheveled looking <laughs> elf woman
0: who's like, "Take this. Just go. Best of luck."
1: Ox puts on the uniform, and uh, there's like a, a cart for the boxes.
0: No, at this point they're all they're all taken away.
1: Okay, all of yeah. the boxes, and they're all gone. Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah, Ox will make his way out to everybody else, loading the boxes in the train.
0: Make a persuasion check. 18. Okay, pretty good. Yeah, you saunter on up, help the very last boxes get lifted up onto the the train itself. Uh, As you do so, one of the workers there taps you on the shoulder. A short human and they smile at you, nod, and then you hear Uzoma's voice as they say, Tell Kian they owe me for this. Be careful about the good love, kid. Get on the train.
1: Ox will place two coins on the train track for them. Okay.
0: In about ten minutes, you all hear the whistle of the train blow. And you're off where if my goat isn't on this train? You don't know. Do you try to get out of your boxes? Yeah. Or are you going to hang out there?
1: Uh, <laughs> once once out the train out. has taken off and left the station, um, which Ox watches mm-hmm. as best as he can and find somewhere to look out, he's also going to look at the tracks. Did the coins be placed get flattened? Yes. Ox kind of sighs. <laughs> um,
0: you see the... Um, disguised Uzomas actually lean down and pick them up and look at them sort of curiously. See it further away from the station.
1: Ox lets out another sigh and as soon as like it starts getting far enough away he's going to go but well, he doesn't know which boxes you guys are in shit.
0: Can I just kick the <laughs> lid off? <laughs> yeah, you see um, there's quite a the few different types of cargo around here. Boxes of various sizes. Some of them look too small. You see some, some smaller ones of um, Vine Grove cigars that you, you actually recognize. Uh, some like, you know, Shideri cheese boxes. Some larger boxes that sh- say um, Nico Farms Fruit Preserves and more that say Mill Coat Company. And then some that maybe, like, a short person could fit in, (laughs) if they really tried, Mm -hmm. of what looks like a a tea, like a tea brand called Shade Sun.
1: Okay, Ox does, like, eye the cigar box. (laughs) (laughs) And he, like, hesitates for a second, and then, like, redirects himself to be like, no, 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 (laughs) (laughs) Not that one.
0: (laughs) Not yet. yet. These two got into one of the Mill Coat Company boxes. And Brittle got into one of the uh, Nico Family Farms boxes.
1: Okay. Um, Ox will go around and look for the coat boxes first and just kind of give a few knocks. on
2: mm-hmm.
1: A couple of them to see if yeah. anybody replies.
0: After some knocking around, you two hear a, a knock on your on your box. Um, it's underneath another one.
3: Ox, that must be fantastic. If you could get us out of this box, I'd, love, I'd appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Ox will try to maneuver it off as best as, as best as he can. I have an important question. Yeah. So, how
3: long does Charm Person last?
0: It lasts one hour.
1: How long has it been since Charmed Henry? Um, I'm guessing like 30? 30... Yeah,
0: about 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It wears off and he just kicks our ass. Right. <laughs> so we get so out.
1: Yeah, Ox will pry the lid off. I haven't found Virgil yet. I think he got me one of these uh fruit boxes somewhere.
0: Kim starts knocking on some of them. I mean, he—you guys go around and knock, and like he's just like wedged his sword into like the box. lid to try and. <laughs> you see a sword <laughs> <sink giant laughs> out. Oh no, we're not out of the, of the Jesus Christ, right. I'm gonna give a new character and I patch in the scamping. I think we can put down the swords. Actually, did yeah. it. Yeah. It was 545. Just sitting in a box count as part of her short vest? Um... No. Yeah. I'm sorry. It I, wasn't, know, like, I know, I, I her, know. It wasn't like know. a comfortable, <laughs> sit. It was like a stressful I, crammed into a box sit.
3: It would be a stressful crammed into a box sit with like a coyote wedge between us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The here. Sniff, is it? Sniff. Is it Smaar. dark? In the <laughs> it's really dark. There's a sm- like a small, narrow sort of strip of window about eye level, but it just lets in the slightest bit of, of yeah. light. So can you see very well in here? Not very. That's all right. My eyes will adjust. Rule <laughs> Rule
1: for eyes adjust.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was eyes adjust.
3: I think the light is perfectly fine in here.
0: We don't need to use spells, cast a light spell on something if we ever need one. As
3: long as we don't go around setting things on fire surrounded by a bunch of wood, I think we'll be alright.
0: We should be set up a little barricade. Need a place to stay. Just in case someone comes in, they won't see us directly.
1: Yeah. Let's uh, try to set up somewhere kind of comfortable and. See if we can pop open some more boxes and <laughs> find something to eat, I guess.
0: There's a box full of jam here.
1: Ox will uh, kind of like choose one of the back corners and start trying to arrange boxes in a way that looks very discreet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you build a them. discreet room of boxes. Yes. We build a box fort. We build yeah. a box fort. All right, and let's all get... Comfortable? No. two, three. Three from what? This is not going to be pretty. <laughs> Let's get our bread rolls, get comfortable. In our little corner. In our little box fort. And when they do that, I think he sighs <laughs> and <laughs> dispels the spell. Mm-hmm. and yeah. Pop open the dis- bottle of jam and just <laughs> dip a little finger in. It's like an apple butter. It's pretty good. Um, Well-spiced. Henry, you... It's not like you don't remember everything that's just happened, clearly. You do. But you can't really remember how or why you were in that mindset that you were in. And then you remember that moment at the inn when you were perfectly happy to go try to get on the train the normal way, the way that you should be able to get on the train. <laughs> you had your tickets. And you know something magical changed your mind. And that it has now dissipated. And you know it was from Kean.
3: Up until this point, Henry seemed pretty pleased with the situation. <laughs> 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 pretty agreeable. <laughs> but like as soon as the spell drops, you also see his face fall. <laughs> now, Kian, I regret to inform you that we don't have very many individuals here who are not myself, and seeing as you're the only spell caster outside of myself and that Delilah cannot cast spells, I dare it you convinced me to get on this car the unethical way. We had a timeline... And you think, you really doubt me that much, you doubt that much, that I could not get aboard my own train? I'm sorry, I don't know you that well.
0: I know Uzoma, and I trust that there was a reason you couldn't get on this train. I don't quite understand it.
3: Well, I don't understand it either.
0: There wasn't time to fully figure that out. But we were going to get separated. You think you'd rather get to somewhere with all of us than get stuck in Enosh?
3: Well, I don't think I would be stuck in Enosh. Worst case scenario, I have to call up my parents and tell them what's happened and how indignant it is. It's indignant enough. And get things sorted out, put back together.
0: But we are on a bit of a timeline with your curse and everything, right? We shouldn't be wasting time like that.
3: Doubt it would waste that much time.
0: Communications can take a while.
3: I have a sending stone.
0: Yes, but smoothing these ruffled feathers, that seems it might take a while. Perhaps you should use that sending stone to figure out what's going on, and we could maybe legally get off at a stopping point and re-enter legally.
3: I think that would be a very awkward 25-word conversation. Hello, Father. Hello, Daddy. I'm stowed away aboard a boxcar right now. If you could be so kind as to inform me what may or may not have happened regarding Maggie, well, that would be wonderful, because I would love to be on board the train legally. Yes, I know I'm supposed to be riding it legally, but right now I'm riding it illegally. No, I promise it's for a good cause. You see, a mysterious woman who is a friend of mine, well, not my friend, but a friend of my friend's, has told me that I'm wanted or that I can't get aboard the train for free as if it's not my line. Yes, I'm sure that will go over very well. It will make me look incredible to my family.
0: how many uses does your sending Stone get a day? Just one. So it would take a week minimum?
3: To sure explain it all at that length, yes, but...
0: I'm flattered that you called me a friend. I wasn't suggesting you explain the whole situation, just ask if there was an issue with using your free powers, I don't know what to call it.
3: <laughs> you mean my legal paperwork that I have legally—that has ask been legally if they know updated.
0: Why there might be an issue getting from here to somewhere for free using your papers?
3: No, I'm sure we can ask someone at this next station. We don't really need to get my father's involved.
0: Or we could be kicked off at the station. Look, I'm staying in this boxcar, until we get to somewhere. If you need to get off, and try your own way at the next stop, go ahead. Just sounds like it's not gonna work. I mean, it seems like we don't have tickets. We just probably shouldn't be here.
3: We have unpunched tickets, and we're hiding out in a boxcar in which we have made a small fortress in.
0: (laughs) Can I Look. look at your ticket? Does it, like, say names? Uh, each one says uh, Henry Goodlove. Yeah.
3: Well, if it's just a matter of social affairs, then I'm sure she'd be pleased if you told her that I s- you stole the ticket from me. I could even tell her who beat me up.
0: Have we no way of disguising your person, that is not the magic thing you can do, is it? Not another person.
3: Well, actually, I don't think she'd recognize me anymore. <laughs>
0: But would anyone on this train
3: recognize me?
0: You are... A... you have a reputation.
3: No, not a visual reputation, necessarily. More of a name reputation.
0: Yes, but if someone were to see the tickets and also your face and put two and two together...
3: Well, that would be a problem. But I assure you we will very much be able to see Maggie coming, because she is an Earth do And she is very tall and very pretty and blue, but not really like an actual blue, like a royal blue. It's more of a turquoise blue. It's a very nice blue, but however, the point is it's not as though she'll blend in with crowds. If she's uh, on her way to kick my ass, as they say, well, we'll
1: know. And uh, what if it's not Maggie that wants to give you trouble?
3: Then we have an entirely different problem on our hands. And I'm not sure what to do about that one. But as long as I'm not an employee.
0: As far as asking, maybe you send a message to see if your father's known. And we stay in this boxcar for the entire trip. And we just figure out what exactly we're going up against so we can plan for the remainder of the trip. Because we're stuck here now. And...
3: Yes, I'm behind it.
0: Look, once we get to somewhere, we can figure this out and it will never be an issue again.
3: And if the train is held up, what if... Ox, you know about this, rat? What if someone comes to loot the boxcar for its goods?
1: Then what? We'll,
0: uh... We'll figure it out then.
1: We do what we do best and give them hell. Fuck
0: yeah. I think I'm really serious. Can seeing... Juice have inspiration? <laughs> Can Henry also have inspiration for being stubborn and <laughs> wanting to work a train? I'm a DM now.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cory.
0: Just wait. Keep can Can have inspiration for German?
1: <laughs> 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 Everyone but Virgil,
0: fuck that guy. <laughs> well, you can come up with a new reason. I don't you. need inspiration. Is there a reason that you're so hesitant just asking your father for a bit of explanation?
3: just rather not tell them all this trouble. You don't
0: have to say that you're on a train. You could just say, hey, heard I might have a bit of trouble trying to get from Donning to somewhere. Do you know why?
3: It's fairly vague. Okay. I can ask them about my paperwork failing. (laughs) (laughs) From from his bag, Henry will fish out a sending stone and hold it up. Good evening. It appears I've run into a bit of trouble getting to somewhere with my paperwork. Saying it's illegal. Is that the end? Yes.
0: All right. So the the light fades from the sending stone. It's. What, what color did you want it to be?
3: They would've given him one that's like a dark, uh, like opal mm-hmm. type stone, kind of glossy. Like a tiger opal is what I'm thinking of.
0: Okay, excellent. The, the sort of like stripes and swirls on the on the stone glow slightly as, as Henry speaks into it. And then just Henry hears, I'm so sorry. Um, Bit of trouble with your friend, Maggie. We'll take care of it. You doing well? Tell us tomorrow. Miss you. Emily. the is.
3: Well, I have good news. The party in question is in fact Maggie. Is that good news? I guess we know.
1: Is it uh, something they can fix?
3: Well, they said they're working on fixing it, so should be cleared up soon enough.
1: Guess we'll hear back and try to get on legally at next stop, maybe. We can.
0: So we are hoping that this Maggie is not currently on this train, and also will not find us in this box car until then. That is the plan.
1: Yeah.
3: Given that that is the plan with 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 which we have been forced into, yes. Understood. I'll contact them again tomorrow then. The desk for an update, so. Daddy, what time is it?
0: It's sort of hard to tell. Like I said, you can't see much light from the from the like thin window. But it's it's pretty dark.
1: Um I think Ox is gonna get up and wander around and Yeah, just like look at all of the boxes and try to gather like you know, anything that looks kind of tasty, um, a box of cigars to tuck into his bag.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, anything to just like make it comfortable for this night.,
0: yeah, so you, you get some cigars. They're one of the the famous thing about this grand cigars actually is it's packaging specifically. There are sort of like silvery green uh, vines that actually look sort of like they're moving and like blooming. the leaves are blooming and like disappearing and blooming again across the packaging. Uh, so they're quite beautiful, even though they may not be your favorite brand of cigars.
1: Is it in, like, a wooden box?
0: Yes. Yeah. You don't see much by way of food. Um, there are some jam jars. They have, like, a logo of like, two mountains with a sunrise between them. Various types. <laughs> you can take your pick of whatever fruit you want, pretty much. Uh, it looks like most of them are, like, apple and pear.
1: Are there any citrus fruits?
0: Um, No since that i'm sorry there's not really right.
1: any food in this train car yeah box will grab the apple jam butter whatever it is and uh a box of cigars and go back to the little box for it and set his little jar next to him and crack open that box and <laughs> immediately smell a cigar
0: <laughs> smells like tobacco this is slightly sweeter
1: more of a light-bodied cigar or a full bar body somewhere in the middle. Light. Light, light. body. Yeah.
0: You all just sort of settle in. Yeah. will cast the light spell on if he has the bag of holding on him, just like on the bag of holding. And it casts like a little like a bluish light. Virgil will sit tucked in a corner of the box for it with a jar of jam and open up his journal and do some work.
3: Henry has taken his time to go around the boxcar and look disappointed with pretty much everything, including the boxes and the windows, and then look in the jam, one of the jam boxes, and be disappointed, and walk back, and essentially,
1: like, curl up in a corner. And he definitely looks like he's (laughs) bouting. Yeah. Yeah. Are we in the caboose?
0: Yes.
1: The end. Yeah, does it have a little... Like balcony on the end of this car. Yeah. Yeah, after a while Ox will uh walk around some more and probably find the doors and find a little balcony and okay. go light up his cigar.
0: Yeah. Okay. When we were outside of the train, were we able to see like on which side of us were like the passenger cars versus like box cars versus like livestock? You are in the back. Um, so in front of you would be the passenger car and the livestock. Mm-hmm. So is it livestock between us and the passenger car? Yes, usually that's that's how it go. Okay. Passengers would be in the front. Yeah. Um, livestock and, and mm-hmm. cargo. Is it the only cargo? Yeah. Car? How many cars are there? There are two cargo cars. Okay. okay. You pout in your corner, <laughs> Henry, and um, best you settle in. Uh, Ox, you stand outside. Uh, it's kind of difficult to light your yeah. you probably
1: light it inside and then go.
0: Go out, the wind is sort of whistling through your hair as you attempt to have a smoke. Are, are you looking out like over the, the landscape? Yeah. The forest as you go by? And you hear a, a knocking sound above you and a low voice. Hey.
1: Ox is gonna fucking turn around and. Uh, he's on gonna top look of out. the
0: train, sort of crouched over uh, with their hands like gripping the, I guess like eaves of the caboose, basically. You see uh, a masked face uh, with a very large-brimmed hat. And you see actually two what look like cat ears poking out from the top of the hat. Bright green eyes stare down at you. They turn their head to the side. Have any more of those?
1: Ox will uh, fish into his pocket and pull out on (laughs) everyone.
0: Reach up. (laughs) Yeah. They reach down. Grab it. Thanks. And then the base disappears.
1: Huh. Ox stares up there for a while. Are there any... Is there, like, a ladder or anything on the mm-hmm. side? There's, like,
0: a, just rungs sort of yeah. in the in the side of the...
1: Yeah, he will sort like, halfway climb up. He's still got his cigar in his mouth as he, like, climbs up to just kind of peer.
0: You see uh, that, that same figure sitting cross-legged on top of the train. He's wearing a... Flamboyant jacket and belt that's studded with silver, like metal stars. Um, his jacket has three layers of fringe stars down his sleeves. He's sitting cross-legged, holding a match, and lighting a cigar. Like white ropes attached to his belt, uh, and he's just sort of leaning back and looking up at the sky as he starts to take a draw of the cigar.
1: Um. Ox will, uh, just kind of, like, he's, not, he's still not, like, head all the way up, poked up there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where'd you get that jacket?
0: Turns around. Sort of made it.
1: Ox's right ear twitches a little bit when he says that. You, uh, you put all that fringe and stuff on there yourself? Yeah. It's a mighty fine jacket.
0: It's not for sale. Starts playing with the fringe <laughs> on the jacket.
1: Do you, uh, could you teach me how to do the fringe, maybe? Sure. I got a few things in my bag.
0: All right. Leans back to look up at the sky.
1: You, uh, you going all the way to somewhere? Looks
0: back to you. I don't know. Going anywhere.
1: You alone up here?
0: They point up at the sky. It's a clear night. You can see the stars starting to come out.
1: You, uh, mind if I join you up here?
0: You notice they're sort of squinting up the sky above them. takes them a moment.
1: What'd you say? Nothing. I'll, uh, I'll come back later. Right. Ox will, uh, climb down and... He doesn't finish the cigar. He, he finds like a nice little stopping point, puts it out, and he'll go back inside. And they had a mask on.
0: Yeah. What sort of mask? Describe. Eyes visible. Eyes visible. Yeah, green. Covering eyes. nose. You really, all you could see was their eyes and ears. <laughs> they had a, a big brimmed hat on, um, high collared jacket, mask. The hat sat low over their face.
1: He'll just hang out in the box fort for a little while, after that. Okay.
0: After after maybe five minutes, you all hear a knock at the door that faces like exit of the train, like the um the back of the train.
2: Put my hand on my sword.
0: Yeah. What's that?
1: Ox jolts a little as he hears the knock. I don't think we have to worry much.
0: He throws a jacket over the lighted bag.
1: There's uh, someone else hitching a ride up top on the train and don't seem dangerous or nothing, as far as I could tell.
0: You're certain they're not a bandit?
1: Probably are, but not like we have much to steal.
3: they do you.
0: We could always hide some stuff. Is that here worried about off? it?
1: Ox will, uh, <laughs> climb out of the box for it and kind of, like, shush <laughs> everyone and go open the door.
0: You have to climb out of it. Uh, you open the door and... It's good that it opens inward, because the masked face is looking down from the top of the tree. <laughs>
2: excellent, excellent.
0: <laughs> The hat's off, obviously. You see, like, um, sort of long, shaggy, dark hair. He peeks in at you, sort of glances behind you, at your box fort, and back at you. Do you want my help?
1: Seemed kind of busy. I didn't think you would be willing to do it right away. Huh? Nah. Alright. <laughs> Ox is going <laughs> to climb back into the box for he uh, he's going to teach me how to do some sewing.
0: You know his name?
1: Didn't ask. Ox uh, rummages through his bag to, you see a jacket and um, like a bag just like a a, a canvas bag. And it looks like it's just full of fabric and, like, soft things. Um, like, a couple of needles, you know, like, stuck into it neatly. And, uh, he's gonna go back outside.
0: Okay. Where's you stay in. will maybe take a peek. Uh, so you make your way back up. This time you see him, um, he's got just, like, a bunch of gray stones that he's making into a little tower on top of the, uh, just, like, on top of the train car. Uh, you watch him, like, very carefully trying to balance them, uh, even as the, the train moves over the landscape. He doesn't really look back as you. move you right up to the top until you've, you've approached and sat down. And then he, he turns around.
1: You, uh, you got a name?
0: Yeah. You got a name? Yeah. What's your name?
1: Oxalis. Ox for short. Hi. Hi. What's, uh, what's your name? Lo. Lo?
0: Lo for short. He has like a long, orange tail that has been curled up at his side that sort of flicks out as he asks the question. Tilts his head to the side again. Pulls out his hands for your supplies.
1: Fox will hand him over.
0: <laughs> he and sneakily opens the door uh, as you peek over. Uh, just immediately they turn and look over at you. Hi. Hi. You wanna join? Just kinda curious what was happening out here. Honestly. Fringe. <laughs> Making it. Yeah. A little sewing club. On top of the train. Yeah. It seems like such a shitty way to sew. Can we acknowledge?
1: It would be easier inside, but listen, that's not the spirit of this.
0: Y'all want to join? Mike sit around and watch. And he climbs up. He nods. And starts to sort of show Ox, mostly wordlessly, how the fringe is cut and attached to its jacket. Lo like pulls out some scissors, some very like thick sewing needles. Quickly unstacks the rocks and puts them back in before before beginning the lesson and Definitely he'll could. help. Yeah. I think he's just not interested in adding fringe to any of his clothes. But yeah, he'll help. As you sort of join in, Lo seems to be a cat boy of few words, mm-hmm. but like a slight smile sort of makes its way to their eyes and like in the little flick of their tail as you as you work on this jacket and then maybe around an hour in or so, Love some sort of tenses and looks up. You see a, a shooting star across the sky and they place a hand at their hip where the rope is currently attached. They start to take it off and look back at you two and say, got some wrangling to do. And that's where we'll end tonight's <gasps> session. That's so fucking cool, dude. So, what'd you miss? The boys met up with Mela, who appeared in her father's place at the inn. They received just enough gold to pay the toll to enter somewhere, as well as a few fancy items, like some mysterious magical beans, a bag of holding, an enchanted wine, and a spell-holding ring. They shopped through Enosh, Virgil, and Kian sparred a bit, Kian coming out the winner, and waited for time to leave, with the free tickets Henry Goodlove required for them using his pedigree papers, gold inked and everything. Plans, as they often do, went awry when Kian's bartender friend Uzoma showed up and said Henry would not be allowed on the train, no matter that his family owned it. It took Kian's charm spell to convince Henry to allow them to sneak into the cargo car. Once that spell broke, he wasn't so happy. So now they ride on to somewhere. Just the four of them in this caboose. Well, four in the caboose, and one more on top. A half tabaxi, masked figure, who watches the stars. They welcome Ox's company up there, and later Kian. Then a shooting star appears across the sky. They stand, hand to their hip, and the rope attached there. And they say, I've got some wrangling to do. Thank you for joining us here at Spare the Crying. You can follow our boys a little closer over at Spare the Crying Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, and at Spare the Crying on Twitter. The tunes for our tale were created by Marika Shans, and our intro by Ben McElroy. The official art was by our own Corey, who provides the voice of Virgil Flores. We'd love to hear from you all, so if you please, you can leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to our tale. Hope we meet again underneath my stars or yours.